Wakey, wakey, Iggy Biggie. Tis the Smart Coast Morning Show, blasting awesome sauce all over your interwebs. Ah, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Smart Coast Morning Show, Left Coast Tuesday edition. I'm a host. My name is Marty. I'm here with uh, Giselle, Nat. Good morning. Uh, Cassandra Cardenas. You'll get it sometime. Yay for me. <laughs> Such a confidence. Down. And then, and then uh, yeah, I know the guy no one cares no, about. Jim Fuck Payton. you too. Jim Payton. Um, Marty, I'm surprised you didn't attack the uh, top of the show with more confidence now that we have Anthony manning the boards and boarding the I band. know. Anthony is, uh, is just t- touching knobs randomly. Um, thank you so much, <laughs> Anthony. Uh, he lost his voice box in a, in a spearfishing accident and... Uh, <laughs> So he's, he's it's just, honestly one of the saddest stories I've ever heard. Yeah, it is. He and should really tell it sometime when he gets his voice box back. Yeah, well, we'll we'll, we'll see if that even happens. Um, how that, are you guys doing, everybody? That spearfish lost so much more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to tune in live with us, we've got Jane and Jadelyn and Lou and uh, St. Boost that are listening uh, as well, and they're tweeting in. That's at Nooner Dan Marty. Um, uh, if you want to fill our mail sack, there's not much in the sack t- today. Really? So I was expecting it? a full sack yeah, for last week. That would be noonerpodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. The uh, Tumblr page is maintained at tuesdaysmornings.tumblr.com. I feel like we haven't heard from Darren Houston in quite yeah, some Darren time. Yeah, Darren had some technical issues, I believe. Oh. So, yeah, in Darren, Wolverhampton? Wolverhampsterdam. Wolverhampsterdam. Right. So, Darren, if you're out there, uh, let us know that you're alive. Um, and, uh, yeah, here we go. So I'm not going to spend a ton of time in the news, but there's, you know. Phew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew that was coming. But, you know, we've got the presidential campaign that's sort of gaining steam. Mm. We see a lot of headlines and stories, which are like fodder for The Daily Show. Have you been watching The Daily Show? Um, I've all? seen, I was actually rewatching a bunch of old episodes, but they were from like the end of June. Oh, the, the garbage man is making a, his cameo. An early entrance. Yeah. Do you put your garbage out every week? No. Oh, sometimes you go, like you don't have enough. Doing, yeah, 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 me too. It's, well, you barely generate any waste. <laughs> <laughs> um, sort of and life's goal of yours. So Giselle's I, not eating Grimace vomit this morning. I have something new. It's quite uh, savory smelling. Yeah, it is basically the interior of a veggie burrito, but without the uh, bur- uh, tortilla around it. Mm. So it's You're saving that for a quesadilla with... Um, who did you want a quesadilla with? Uh, with uh, uh, Tom Hardy? Uh, Tom Hardy, yeah, and Senor Smoke also wanted to come oh, okay. by for... Uh, All right, well, so you got to save up those... those uh, Tortillas. Wow, he's really acting up this morning. Usually it's about halfway through the show. Bruno was barking. The garbage man is early. The, the Bruno's rambunctiousness is early. It's just a, a freeway in here. You um, know, he go crazy for my backpack because it smells like the cats from my house. Oh, yeah. Mm. And so he's back there sniffing it. What do you sniff? Do you like it? Yes, so, I do. Anyhow, in the political realm, like people are freaking out that Donald Trump is ahead in some polls. And then moderate Democrats like Dan, our Dan, you know, they get a little worried that Bernie Sanders might pull a Ralph Nader on Hillary Clinton and steal votes because, you know, he's technically an independent. And, um, but here's the thing to keep in perspective is that most of America doesn't really give a shit right now. It's like a, a year and a half away. And like, do you, do you know who the other front runner is in the Republican Party? Jeb Bush. No. Nope. It's not Ted anymore. Ted Cruz. 
Nope. M- Mario. Marco Rubio. Nope. <laughs> oh, yeah. Marco Rubio. Uh, Christy. Chris Christy. Nope. He's no, not he's even a, in the top 10. No, Ivana really Trump. No, it's uh, Scott Walker. Do you even know who Scott oh, Walker yeah, is? He's Scott the governor. Texas Ranger? Illinois. Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin, yes. Very, yeah. very anti-union, yeah, pro-business I mean, guy. I remember but, like, that. Nobody really gives a shit. Like, you guys couldn't name him in, in you know, three tries. Uh, and do you know any of the other two Democrats that are running against Hillary? Uh, Bernie Sanders? Mm, no, the other two. Oh, the other two. Uh, was not Joe Biden was thinking of it? He's thinking of it, but... He hasn't stepped in the ring. Uh-huh. Martin Chafee and, and or no, uh, Martin O'Malley and Lincoln Chafee. Oh, I did not know yeah, that. Two governors from uh, what Maryland and Rhode Island, something like that. I have a bit of Lincoln Chafee on my elbow. <laughs> I need a lotion for that. Um, I used to house it for the Chafee family in Rhode Island. Oh, really? Not Lincoln Chafee, but a Chafee family that was related. Oh, related? Oh, that's interesting. How was the house? Beautiful old Victorian. Oh, I loved it. You know, sometimes those are prettier on the outside than the inside because uh, the windows is very small, little small. It could be rooms. stark. Um, the ground floor got a lot of light. The upper, the upper floors didn't. But, yeah. uh, but I, I loved it. I mean, I was nineteen, so having a house was great. Anytime I'm in a little Victorian mansion, because you know they have that um, uh, museum of right, Victorian mansions. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> You got to stay on message. So, what's interesting about what 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 happens in these these early? I thought the mentions early, was interesting. No, not really. Uh, I did. I did too. Early <laughs> days of the, the way more interesting than this. The campaign is that the, the extremists on either side come out. So you've got the Bernie Sanders uh, sort of uh, socialist guys who are agree with what he has to say about these um, how we need to promote the middle class and and sort of. We can't let money rule, rule politics, and way too late for that. Uh, well, no, yeah. because nope. yeah, it's way too late. To done. <laughs> I mean, and so, start with campaign finance reform. When there's campaign finance reform, right. then we well, can talk what, about money, not that's not ruling what politics. Bernie Sanders is running on. Yeah, but it's not going to happen. So it's too late. Well, it will happen eventually. No, I don't. Not think so. if he wants to win. Yes, but but he's out there getting. That's why it's too late, and it's mobilizing the optimists in the party who want that to happen, and it can it can happen. A nation based on Greek will not survive morally, economically, or politically. That's what Bernie Sanders says, and I agree with him. It's not sustainable. Uh, and then, so you get these sort of like reasonable but very far left liberals just coming out in thousands to to support Bernie Sanders. Of course, a few thousand people does not win an election. Uh, and then on the other side, you've got Donald Trump motivating the extreme part of the Republican side. And really, you don't know much about his policies. You I just, don't even know if he's motivating extreme Republicans. I think he's just well, motivating crazy people. Crazy people. And crazy I people love think, to come out. I think he is saying things that some people are relieved to hear being said on a national level. Like um, that uh, uh, prisoners of war are not no, heroes. The John McCain thing was a mess. That was just it's crazy. Tr- Everything he said is crazy. But I think there are a lot of racist people who are terrified of immigrants taking their jobs who are psyched that there's someone right. saying that is, that's my issue with all this is that he's getting all these people who are backing him but it's like i don't think that people who hate mexicans really need a leader <laughs> like you kind of just can keep that exactly. to yourself and, yeah. and i don't think he's his, running for president no of course uh, he's but not didn't he fi- he filed the paperwork though yeah, yeah yeah but he's not really he's I heard doing they something don't, else he's a really, weird he just wants I, I think it's been too long since he's been in the spotlight and he i think can't that handle he's I think that he is um, venting to get all the extreme right-wing points of view out and everybody 
to think then that the other Republicans is more moderate. Like he's sort of paving the way for the other Republicans. Yeah, yeah I don't know how much he's helping. I mean, I guess he's helping because he's making some of the crazy points of view that yeah. some of the other candidates have. Like, look, less extreme. Yeah, yeah, but like you know, there could all be super calculated. Maybe that's why he's I been he's been is. banned by from a couple of the debates, hasn't he? But then uh, that makes the Republicans no, look not yet. great I mean, not for yet. banning him. That's the thing because like the no. the first Fox debate, which is in the what August eighth or something like that, mm-hmm. it's, it's based on the top ten polling people, and he's like the one or two. It just depending seems on your like he's going to be distracting. But if you wanted to be super cynical about it, in like a uh, was it Wag the Dog? Was it the film? Mm-hmm. Um, kind of way. He comes out and says all of these uh, very extreme right wing things that gets the right wing voter base all agitated or excited, either or both. And then the Republicans look great by coming in and saying, whoa, 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 hey, you can't be a part of our right. party. You're no, kicked no. out. I, now, the Repul- Republicans are, are the conquering heroes, but everyone's still excited about how much they hate Mexicans because they're good to now talk about it. Exactly. Uh, yeah. No, I, yeah. And, and I don't think that's cynical. I think that's just. I think it's, I think it's it entirely possible. I don't think it's that so, literal. I don't think he was actually like, I don't think he was actually encouraged to do that. Although when the McCain thing came out, I thought, so he, he said something that got everyone super worked up and made him, and, and he actually had this. He had people uh, he cheering was very him popular. Yeah. yeah. And then he said something well, that no one could ever really get behind. Well, people were cheering for him and really on the McCain thing. Or were, yeah, or they were laughing. They thought it was a joke or I don't know. You know, no, they just well, they should have been like, booing him down. He likes the down. people who don't get captured. I couldn't believe that when right. I read that. Yeah. So, and if we look at his actual policies, he wants to build a wall going on the southern border. He wants to Mexico Me- to pay for it. To keep out the Mexican rapists. And then, yes, Mexicans will probably have to build it and pay for it. That's what he said. He said uh, that he wants he wants to build that big wall and he wants Mexico to pay for it. And he has a solution to fight ISIS. But Is he going to send Bill Cosby to Mexico because uh, he's a rapist? Um, <laughs> that, that's a very... You should tweet him. <laughs> uh, I don't think I'm going to do that. He has a solution to to eliminate ISIS, but he won't share it. You know, why are you talking about him? Because I'm trying to. Because other people are, and I'm saying that we shouldn't. Yeah, so, that's not interesting. Him. What? That's no, not. So, okay, what no, about no, the but, Victorian but houses? Did you love? No. Okay. Let me. T- <laughs> yeah. All right. No, no. No. I understand why you're talking. About yeah, it. yeah. Yeah. And it's. I think it's just important. Like you know, the Huffington Post. They I'm moved. Still bored, but I understand why you're talking. All their about. their Trump coverage to the uh, to the entertainment section instead of the politics section. I don't know if that's the the most effective thing, but it's a. He is a clown, and we should recognize him as such. That's yeah. that's why I'm mentioning it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that I agree with. He's a clown, and we can turn, if, we can avert our eyes. And if you know clown. anybody who's uh, like just a staunch supporter of him, ask Any him Nico what fans? he stands for. You know, I mean, like I what actual practical policies he has, and I would be interested to know what those are, and let us know. Uh, <laughs> Although the likelihood that you're listening to this is pretty slim. Oh, yeah, exactly. You turned it off when I said uh, Tuesday's morning. Oh, right. that fucking guy. Talk about bloviating. Left Blah. coast. Boom. Off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how are you guys doing? I want to get a little media roundup here. Any Nico so, Case fan? Not Nico Case. Uh, Velvet Underground or Nico fans? <laughs> I'm a Nico Case fan and a Velvet Underground and Nico fan. I like the way Nico pronounces clown. Clown? You're a clown. Oh, yeah, yeah. Clown. Um, so, media roundup. What's that? Oh, yeah, I don't know what that means. This is a new segment you're springing yeah. on us. No, you, like, Do we have music? You know, there's mass media media out there, and I want to know what you've been consuming lately. Oh, I see. Oh. Didn't you see a movie? 
Ooh, it's the media roundup song. No, that was a very short. It's a three second cue. Um, I saw Trainwreck. What the heck is that? It's a movie starring Amy Schumer. Mm -hmm. Who is that? Oh, she's groundbreaking. She's a comedian. She's a really funny lady. I'm so happy for her because I think she did a really good job in this one. I didn't see it. It, uh, it's she's really really funny, and she's she have uh, Stephen would like her because she have big balls. She's <laughs> a giant sack. She's just fearless and she just goes for it. I left and left. Yeah, I I really liked that movie too. In the first half, the, then when it got to like be a romantic comedy, I did not like that part. It was boring. Yeah. And I did yeah. not think they had any um, chemistry, the two of them. Not really. It moved, their relationship moved fast for me, but that's okay. They referred I mean, I to went the to, relationship, went, yeah. but they didn't show it. The scenes between um, that guy, who's the main actor? Bill Hader. Bill Hader. I always get him mixed up with the other one. Andy Samberg? No, the other one. Will Forte. Yeah, no, the other one. Bill Cosby. The one who's married but to... But I think Will Forte, um, yeah, that yeah. one. The one who's married to the... Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, that yeah. one. No, I think it was... I don't, Will, there are no other actors. It was Will Forte. <laughs> there are no other dorky white actors mm -hmm. who are leading men. John Hemme. <laughs> He's not dorky. Oh, yeah, he is. Mm. John Hamm? I still don't understand the whole John Hamm is sexy thing because he's so dorky. He can. He's he's it's, one of those two faces. He can go either way mm -hmm. depending on the light. It's interesting. Uh, I saw there's the the guest spot on Thirty Rock where the whole arc is that he's so handsome that he lives in a bubble and doesn't realize that yeah. everyone lets him win. I saw that episode before I'd ever seen a minute of Mad Men, and the whole time I was like, Why did they cast this fucking dork to be this <laughs> handsome guy? He's such a fucking dork, and everything he did was super dorky, and I didn't even get the joke. I was like, I don't. I, I mean, I understand the joke intellectually, but it's not working visually because this guy just is a dork and everyone's telling me how handsome he is and he's not. And then you see Mad Men, you go, oh, okay. All right, all right, I, I think you yeah. might be in the minority on that But one. seeing it without the context handsome. of seeing it without the context of Mad Men, the joke didn't work at all. Sandra thinks that he's very handsome. I think Johnny and You'd be handsome. probably some in Mad Men first. Uh, and it was Don Draper that was handsome, not John Hamm. I, well. You were fooled by the media. I mean, I don't know. I kind of like dorky. You know what I, li <laughs> I like about John Hemme is that he uh, is having a really good time. Whenever he do a guest uh, mm -hmm. role on somebody else's show or this show or oh, that show. Oh, did you see he did a, a press junket? Well, they, they had uh, one for Trainwreck and oh. with Amy Schumer. And he came on as Bill Hader and then... Yeah, and that's then, funny. And he then have... Bill Hader came up and said, uh, what are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. He's always have a good time. It's nice to see him enjoying his career. Mm -hmm. What was the series he did, really bizarre series he did with Daniel Radcliffe? Oh. Where uh, Daniel Radcliffe played the younger version of himself, and he was hooked on, he, he was a doctor in the middle of nowhere, and he was hooked on heroin. It's a doctor's yes. notebook, I think it's oh. called. Young doctor's notebook, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was oh. that was a... Uh, that was a lot of fun. They were really going for it in that one. Is it? Is it a funny show? Uh, it's extremely dark. There, are, there, there, is a, there are a lot of funny moments. I would never. I wouldn't call it a comedy. It's absurdist. I guess right. is the closest you could right. come. Right. But they, they were, they were just going for it. Mm. 
Did he have a guest star role on Black Mirror as well? Was mm -hmm. that, yeah. I didn't, I didn't see. I haven't seen the Christmas oh, episode. Yeah. Oh yeah, awesome. that was a really good was one. Yeah. He was good. But yeah, so the movie Trainwreck was really funny. Uh, John Cena was funny in there. I and he, oh my gosh. is he a wrestler? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he plays he, his girlfriend. His boyfriend. 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 Yeah, and he was say, great. Yeah. I was surprised. Um, at what a good actor he is. He well, is. You should see the outtakes. They posted the outtakes, his outtakes yeah. on, on YouTube, and he is very, very funny. Yes. And apparently he's a very good improviser. And I, they were speculating it's because of his wrestling background where you have to be you know, entertaining in, on stage in front of a bunch of people. He and was. you also have to uh, be a quick on your feet for... Um, uh, hagglers and stuff like that when you're when you're a wrestler. Hecklers? Hecklers, yeah. Hagglers. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll it's give early. you twenty bucks for your little jumpsuit. <laughs> for your little res wrestling jumpsuit. Your wrestling togs. <laughs> so Be before the show was start, we was talking about togs because the lovely Cassandra Cardenas uh, come today in her workout togs. A lot of work all, all pink. Workout talks. Mm -hmm. And I thought, did you go to the store and say, excuse me, yes, can I help you? Uh, yes, do you have togs? Are you looking for formal togs or business togs? Do or you have workout togs? Workout togs. Ah, yes, well, this is right. Or biz casual togs. <laughs> um, we're, we, it says all togs above our sign. Oh, yes, yes that's so. why I came here from across town. <laughs> I saw Ant-Man. What? I tried to see Ant-Man and they were sold out. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Good for Ant-Man. Did you like it? I did. Um, however, I know that I don't have the most informed opinion about it because I haven't seen all the Marvel movies and they don't make me angry and all the things that, you know, like... But it, sh it should work on its own, though. No, it, it does. It, it And I don't think I needed to see the other movies. I'm oh, just good. saying that I know that, like... The Marvel movies have a lot of pressure to be right, awesome. Right. So if I say, "Oh yeah, I really enjoyed it," you know, like people can look at me like, "Fuck, you know, you don't know anything. <laughs> right, you yeah. don't read comic books." I'm like, oh, "Okay, yeah, I'm not familiar with Ant Man outside of this movie." So. Yeah, nobody reads Ant Man. I enjoyed know. it. Um, was it there even an Ant Man comic? I mean, sure. it was, I thought it was a su supporting character. Well, he had his own really? stuff. Yeah, I never read it. Yeah, I think he was in a couple Marvel team ups. Right. Yeah. <laughs> How uh, did Paul Rudd do as the leading action hero man? I th I thought he was fine. Uh, I like hey, Paul Rudd. Bill, uh, handsome or dorky? Paul Rudd? Yeah. Uh, he's getting more handsome, but he's dorky. <laughs> I think he has the best of both. Yeah, exactly. Don't you think that women like a touch of dorkiness in their men, in their leading men? Yes, but I'm just saying that's the character cologne. in 30 Rock, the whole gag was that he was so beautiful that he lived in a bubble and that's I'm not... I'm really sorry. Didn't work if you didn't already know Bruno just Don did Draper. something that's terrible. That is worse than barking. You have to do a, a spritz of yeah. a, a touch of a touch of dork. <laughs> <laughs> a soupçon of dork? Yeah, it's a cologne. Oh, is, that a, is that a Bruno fart? Is that what that's that is? a Bruno fart. Oof. Mm. Sorry, guys. It has not yet reached this end of it the will. table. It yeah. will. Oof. That's a bummer. Jesus. Uh, wow. So you, you would recommend... Him? Um, kibble. Death. So you would recommend <laughs> Ant-Man? Yeah, go see it. It's fun. Go I see. would have loved to have seen um, Edgar Wright direct Ant-Man. He was originally... Said, I thought that would have been a lot that of fun. That is what... Oh, wow. Tog really does mean clothes. Uh, <laughs> sorry. She didn't kibble. believe us. Um, I, uh, yeah... Someone else had said that to me, and um, you Edgar Wright fan at all? 
Yeah, I am, I guess. <laughs> Very reluctantly so. No, wow. I am. Um, wow, get off this podcast. I know. I don't know anything. You can say no or no, you can I am. say I, like, I don't I care. Like, I, from what, I like Edgar Wright. Um, who like who is movies. Edgar Wright? He directed Hot Fuzz, out of this Shaun of the yeah, Dead. Yeah, no, I, li- I really liked all those movies. It was the video game oh, one, yeah, Scott no. Pilgrim versus the World. Uh, oh, you did that one too. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, I do. I do like him. And then didn't he did some? He, the, I didn't see the most recent one, the uh, the end of the world or the end as we know that it or the end fun. or something uh, this like that. This is uh, no. This is that the was, end. That was a different one. This is the mm-hmm. end. The I end saw was... that. Uh, not his strongest. No, this uh, he is didn't the... do this is the end. He did one he of the did, other that, apocalypse oh, ones that had end in the title. Probably. Where they were going to all the beer. At his movies only have British people. At worlds and yeah. Oh, worlds and that's what I mean. Yeah, that was not his strongest one. It was still fun to see. I enjoyed it. Movies. Yeah. No, I like him, and yeah, I guess. I would Chris Bowen like says that him. he's in the minority, but he loved Ant Man. I don't know if that's true that you're in the minority. No, I feel like most yeah, people liked good. it. Yeah. How yeah. is Corey Stoll speaking of handsome? Who's Corey? Corey he Stoll's. was the bad guy in Ant Man. Oh yes, I like. <laughs> I liked him. <laughs> I love how Bill has this like a little scorecard of handsome, not handsome, <laughs> handsome swipe or left, dorky. Swipe right. Bill, you came up in our conversation because uh, in the movie Trainwreck, they go on and on about all Cleveland, Cleveland all day. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it turned out it, it's the Miami Beach of the Midwest. It's true. And you're wearing what is your T-shirt today? It says it's, Cleveland. That's a it's nice a one. map of uh, what is it? I'm gonna tweet a picture. The for map everybody. of North America where. It's just Canada and Cleveland. So we all live in Cleveland right now? Yeah, you're welcome. All right, thank you. Um, anything on TV that people are watching or any comic books anybody's reading? Anybody anybody read Armada yet? I'm, I'm watching Naked and Afraid. What's that? I've never heard of it. Oh, is that the where people are stuck on an island? Yeah, they go... They're like a bunch of survivalists who go and um, get dropped off in some crazy country and they're naked, and um, they happen to be afraid. Okay. And they get maybe like... I'm afraid every time I'm naked. I think they get like a knife. I'm a never nude. Really? <laughs> I think they get like a knife and like a fire starter. They get Not very, underwear? No, they get very little supplies, and they have to survive. The normal one is 21 days, but I've never even seen that one. I've only seen... I'm just watching Naked and Afraid XL, which is 40 days in Colombia. Oh. I've only seen. I mean, the only. I think only the first episode is on demand. I don't know. I don't Seems watch. Seems like you get a lot of bug bites. They do. They get a lot of bug bites. They have to go and find what because they don't get water or food or anything. They have to find it and boil it. And oh, you should watch this YouTube channel called Primitive Technology. Mm-hmm. This is this Australian guy who lives up in Queensland, and he just builds mud shacks, <laughs> and it's the most like he builds his own tools out of rocks. Yeah. Wow. And then he just watch him, and he's just like. Out there, just like methodically, just chopping down trees. How does it keep the camera batteries charged? I don't know. That's a really good question. But and then you, there's no words in it. It's just kangaroo him. dung. Uh, no, no. He he makes his own pottery too, and he yes. makes his own fire. It's really fascinating. Yeah, like it's. it's like, I can watch it all day. It's the absolute opposite of what I would ever want to do. You know. <laughs> I know, but it's. <laughs> but like, it is. Oh, I guess it's humanly possible. Not by this human. <laughs> no, not by me. Yeah, like all these people are like survivalists and athletes and stuff. So you know, there's one. I think I'm really just watching because there's one crazy guy who's on. The, and the Donald Trump of the show. Kinda, yeah. He he got paired with um, two women. So there's a group of three of them and. 
the girls are just kind of like hanging out like, oh yeah, we'll just build shelter until we figure out where we're going to stay. And he's like, and he kind of like, <laughs> he wants to like be we'll the man of the group. Some nail polish and um, yeah. well, <laughs> where we can go shopping. Sure. <laughs> right. But he, he's like, he wants to be the man of the group. And he was like, all right, like, uh, you know, I'm trying not to argue. And then he starts talking about his life and like how he's, kind of crazy and he was like yeah like on paper I should be a serial killer but I'm not huh? <laughs> and then like you just it's cut like, to that's, that's like, every reality producer's dream right. we said that in the interview and they were like you're hired I want to yeah. be naked and afraid with that guy <laughs> well it's like you know these people have to pass pretty crazy screenings to get on these shows in the first place so he's obviously not going to hurt these girls but like it's kind of like ooh juicy like is he going to go crazy <laughs> and one of the girls got sick or dehydrated or something because of bug bites so he climbed a tree and uh, grabbed mangoes for her and um and he was really proud of himself because he's like, he first, he tried to climb and he fell. And then he sat there and he prayed to God. He's like, I'm not doing this for myself, Jesus. Like, help me oh, out. Brother. And then he climbed up and he got it. And then he was just like, I got these. Like, the Lord helped me get these because they weren't for me. I guarantee Jesus doesn't give a fuck about reality TV contestants. I have I a feeling that you're right. But, um, and then he I mean, gave the mango to the girls. He's a good multitasker. So was there a shot as he was climbing up the tree yes. just right up his ass? Yes. Yeah, I tweeted about it, actually. I was like, kudos to the editors of that, because that's an upward <laughs> angle that they had to it's blur out. Taint City. Oh, God. Uh, the other day, Take we... I was... Taint City. <laughs> uh, the other day, yesterday, um, I was driving in uh, the Hollywood area. And you know, you pass buildings in Los Angeles that say such and such sound studios or post-production or production studios. You you passing them all the time there was one that does post-production just for reality tv shows it said hmm. it on the big sign reality tv post-production well that's it's definitely its own animal i guess it is because you're writing the stories i mean not all that stuff is prompted as we all know but you're also writing the stories in the edit a lot yeah because you have to deal with just what Okay, what happened now? Let's and you nobody still it. has watched Unreal on Lifetime. It's on my to do list. I really I think oh, about it. Oh man, all the time. I've gotten sucked into that one. It's <laughs> like candy. It's so greasy and mean spirited and dirty. And oh, I, can't I just wait. love it. <laughs> is it is that just is it because it's everything you don't like and you get to get it out of your system? Um, I just can't I can't picture why you'd be so enamored with a mean-spirited show because yeah it's just unabashed it's behind the scenes of a it's take place behind the scenes of a television show kind of like the bachelor and so they're just so manipulative of the contestants and everybody's just manipulative of everybody else and trying to get their own winning at everybody else's expense it's crazy <laughs> Um, we got a tweet in from uh, Vincent in Hong Kong who said that Paul Rudd was in an, a Hong Kong action film called Gen Y Cops. I think here it was called Gen X Cops 2, <laughs> colon, Metal Mayhem. Wow. Yeah. That's a great I, title. How yeah. did that slip by me? Uh, it was from 15 years ago. And yeah, uh, yeah Benny Chan directed it. But I, I can't remember if I saw it or not. But he says that uh, Paul Rudd was very uncomfortable in it. Well, it's because everyone around him was speaking Cantonese. And he's like, what? I'm, I'm sorry. I just... Explain it to me in English. <laughs> Do you, doing the like ugly American thing. Do right. you speak English? So, Wait, What's the joke again? How am I supposed to uh, tell the joke? I mean, he's a comedian, right? He would have been ridiculously out of place in a Hong Kong action film. No, I mean, because they, they, they have like international plots going on there. So they'll have 
you know, an American spy, or American businessman, an American government operative. Mm. And, uh, you know, to mix it up with Edison Chen, who played, you know, Edison. In the <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the uh, the great things about Hong Kong movies is, you know, just make it easy for people to... Keep it simple. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, there's so many Jackie Chan movies where it's like Jackie, you know, like that's his character's name. And I, uh, I like sometimes it make me laugh to hear stars talk about their role, you know, in the third person. So maybe Edison would say, "Well, uh, in this one, I play Edison, <laughs> and Edison is uh, he's a loner, but he's also lonely." And he'd want to connect, but he also have to practice his judo moves. And then where would you put Paul Rudd? And Paul say, I play in this in this movie I play Paul. <laughs> and he's a loner, but he's also lonely and uncomfortable. And he's trying to find some pants and they don't have them in his size, so he get really mad. His togs were not <laughs> up to snuff. His togs. Uh, Logan and Amy Elizabeth, they saw Ant-Man, and they thought it was so much fun. So, That's And they true. had the foresight to buy their tickets three days ahead of time, unlike me. It was like, uh, five minutes to the movie, let's go see it. <laughs> I saw it on Thursday night. and uh, we, At midnight? Was uh, it? it was at a 10.40 show. Mm. But um, I actually never been to this theater before, but the seats were leather recliners, mm. and they shook around. Oh, yeah, there were rumble seats? They weren't D-box seats, but they were rumble seats. <laughs> they weren't D-bag they were D seats, you guys, am I right? Have you been to the D-box? <laughs> I, find I don't know what that is. It's, they have, um, it, it's at Man... Do they have Smell-O-Vision? No, but they're... Oh, not yet. Um, but they have, uh, at the Chinese theater, they've got like two rows of seats that like move not it's like a universal studios right oh, kind of right. thing and i saw 4D yeah and i saw well, the first movie that came out with them was the one of the fast and furious ones so i just wanted to try it so i was like ah, i'm going to go see this fast and furious movie so much fun nice but it was there was a weird like awkward tension between like the people who had the D box seats, and then the rest of the theater who did was not. it extra or is it just yeah, it's, first come it, first serve? It was extra, oh, okay. so you paid extra to get them, and so then everyone else is like sitting there like grumpy while everyone else is having so much fun in the car chases. <laughs> <laughs> so Ant Man was tuned to Rumble Seat or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it wasn't the D box seats. Like, I wasn't moving, but it was shaking, and I also was. Like oh, reclined in a leather chair, so oh, so they weren't just cheaply made and rattly. No, you know? no, no, no. These were nice. Oh, that's nice great. And chairs. which which theater? So we can uh, Century City, the AMC in Century oh, City. Right. Um, I have the Mellencamp song "Rumble Seat" stuck in my head now. Go on. I know just what it's like to be a big time rider in Rumble Seat. Is that not one of his hits. Uh, no, it's the isn't it the back isn't it? Don't look at me. I've never. I don't it's know. A, I think it's the back Jackson seat in an old car mm. where you make out. Oh yeah, yeah, like a rumble oh, seat. Rumble yeah. seat. Okay. Oh yeah, no. Don't look at me. I never made yeah, out no, in the car. I, don't know why. I thought Marty would know. <laughs> it was in the back of the car. You just you have a computer. So. <laughs> oh right, I can look it up. Mm. Uh, yesterday, it was revealed that 37 million subscribers' uh, information was sucked out of the Ashley Madison website, which I'd never heard of until this headline. So Ashley Madison uh. is a. Um, it's a, a, a site for people who are married or attached and who are looking for uh, hookups on, on the side there. So we need, we need a site for that? Um, yeah, because people want to, secrecy and anonymity, and they expected it when they signed up for Ashley Madison. Then uh, the, the hackers... If you want secrecy and anonymity, don't sign up for something. 
Paper trail. You idiot. Just well, go fuck somebody. Well, it's not that easy for the, some of us, Bill. It is for me. <laughs> Tell us how you do it. I don't. I was being sarcastic. Right. I know. <laughs> I just wanted you to say it. Admit it on the air. I can't even get in a relationship to cheat on the woman. Right. So, but so I wouldn't you, do that. Like it, the internet is, we like it because it's anonymous. We can say post, you know, mean things on Twitter or whatever. But then with Ashley Madison, you expect, you know, they have a big privacy statement and they and they have security, so you expect them to to. Um, be able to protect your well, the foundation of the business. Probably model. it right. was an inside job, though. Is that what yeah, they think? It was like some like angry ah. like wife is like, I know he's cheating on me. I'm going to hack this entire website. <laughs> to prove what, it. Well, there's a lifetime movie waiting to happen. An oh, inside okay. job because, um, you know, these things. That's how they happen mostly. It's some disgruntled somebody. Also, they it released a lot of data of people who had paid to have their profiles removed. The way the site works, you can sign up free and use it free, but if you want your profile deleted, then you have to pay. Nineteen dollars, yeah. And this, some of the info that get released was these. So, a supposedly, so, supposedly deleted yeah deleted yeah, you can't account. Delete I feel nothing for those people so yeah not at cares. all like why because you should just don't cheat but, no, but most of some of, some of the people on the site is there uh, with per- permission yeah like so like say you have an open relationship or say you have a, a sexless marriage and you want to have sex or you like to swingy yeah and you like to swing like okay well then Sorry about your personal information, but I would just say <laughs> that the majority of people, I don't care. <laughs> well, I mean, don't you think people have a right to privacy? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... it's yeah, but I also have a, a right not to feel sympathy for a website whose business model is, go. let's help people cheat on their significant others. That's I was jumping to conclusions, um, and Ooh. I don't feel bad about it. I was waiting for that. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Oh my god! And it's true every time. I feel nothing. I don't care. Well, okay, and you know, I think that people, hey, there are individuals I would feel sorry for. Who you say they're they're in a consensual open relationship or right. this and that. But if they're, if they're in an open relationship, then there's nothing to be embarrassed about, right? Because there's no, no, an open no, relationship. No, no, an open relationship doesn't mean that you share your openness uh, with everybody in the world. Yeah, like, maybe. You know what happens uh, in the bedroom? Look up open. In the no, 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 I'm kidding, no, I'm no. kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> so, because so maybe if, if you know somebody and her husband, they like to do this and that, and oh, we like to play with chickens in the bedroom and butter cupcakes and all of these things and chains, or but you don't te- tell that to your client mm-hmm. at work. Right. I get it. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's it's skeezy, and, and you know most of us. That's why these people who are in open relationships don't talk about it openly because right. most of society is just like, oh, that's really, oh, yeah. But if, if you, yeah, yeah, of course. You but know, if you turn to something like the internet and you hand over all your information, you establish a profile. You 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 have to know you're taking a risk, risk. Yeah. regardless of what. You know, form you they, they claim. You know, th- th- everybody's getting hacked all the time. You have to be smart enough to know that that is you have a to very realistic it. risk. You have to trust the internet at some point too, or else we wouldn't ever buy anything online. You know, that's a little I mean, bit different 
well, we have the expectation of privacy and secrecy, you know? Yeah. Well, I don't. And yet I've been I hacked don't. nine times and it never surprises me. I, yeah. uh, uh, my feeling personally, I don't have an expectation of privacy and right. secrecy. I think if I digitize something, I'm going to assume that it is exists forever and that eventually that somebody will see, see it. it. Yeah. Everyone will see it. So I just um, try to live my life in a way that I don't have major things I'm trying to keep from everybody. Or right. if I do, I don't digitize them. I mean, I don't think any of my behaviors are that like socially unacceptable. You know, I don't think so either. You know? So, but I, I think that people, sh- I don't know. I think that people should be able to let their freak flag fly the way they, they want it to. Yeah. And, oh, okay, there, what about this? They're in, um, uh, yes, but that, what percentage of Ashley Madison's clients are that? And what percentage, is it, a, is it flying your freak flag to cheat on your wife? Is that flying a freak flag or is it just being a fucking asshole? No, I mean, that, that's, uh, that is also, you should be able to. No, I need that. to know because I, I, I can't make up my mind. Uh, <laughs> The percentage is 2.7. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I, uh, I used to work at Good. a restaurant. Moving on. Thank you. That um, this big swingers group would meet at once a month. Um, we had an op- we had a patio and they would rent out our patio the second Tuesday of every month. How did you know that it was a sing- swingers group? Because they were because... all in g strings <gasps> and just like. Well, first of all, they when they swinging they had a dogs big bowl and they put all their keys in it when they swing, got to the patio. Swing togs. They used to they had <laughs> swing togs. That's real, like because we would we would always play a game. Like when we knew that they were coming, we would see people walk into the restaurant. And, like we'd stand at the host stand and be like, we play a game of like, are they going to go outside? Or are they going to eat here? And we were usually a Hawaiian shirt, a ponytail, a collar on the dude or, or the female. If the female looks like a Hot Topic ad, chances are she was going outside. But <laughs> it was no. And we knew that they were the swingers because they they said that they were like when they made the deal with our restaurant to come once a month. Um, and then, um, yeah, by the end of the night, it was just like a lot of long hugs and. Um, lingering oh, looks. Really? Oh, it was so weird. I and I groping. I, I told them that I would quit my job if they ever made me wait on them again because we put two servers out there to just deal with them. And I did it once, and I was like, I'm never ever going to do. Why that were again. they? They, they, invite, were they, rude they to like you? you. Yeah, they were weird. They were yeah. they were weird and gross to me. Were they good tippers? No, they the was, juice was they not. Had, I mean, they, you got money, you made money from it, but the juice was not worth the squeeze. You know, it was kind of like yeah. It was. They were hitting on top of you. Yes, I had little bell. I was around Christmas time, and uh, I had little bell earrings on. And one of the some somebody's wife like started like playing with my earrings, and she's like, "Look how cute!" And then the husband's like, "Yeah, it's so cute." And you I was know like, "What you want to do? Look how cute your earrings are, and your neck is so soft." Yeah, exactly what was happening. I, to I me. love that. Oh. That is the voice of a swinger. Yeah. Look at how cute. Look how cute. Oh my god, honey, you're, look. You're so cute. precious. You want to switch? You you is a very hot commodity. No, sure, it's true. Okay. So I get uncomfortable. Also, oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm not a swinger, so you don't have to worry about oh, okay, cool. swinging onto you. In recent news, <laughs> there was a there was a Gawker piece. I don't know if you saw this. Yes, did you hear all about the so, Gawker drama? Yeah, so that Gawker so is a, interesting. a media site. But see, that's the I read it. I know it was it's, dirty. It's so, and this this ties into the Ashley Madison thing. Is like when you engage in a. A, a relationship with a, a consensual part, adult partner, you have an expectation of privacy, you know. And so, what happened was there was a a, um, 
a fellow, or I guess Gawker was approached by uh, a porn, a male porn star who said that he was approached by uh, a successful businessman mm-hmm. who um, to have who had a, a wife and three kids mm-hmm. uh, to meet up with him in Chicago, and then he received twenty five hundred dollars and was going to get flown out to to meet him at this from and Florida. Spend an evening enjoying yeah, each other's the company. Two to three hours in that situation. This isn't some. Romantic. I we met, and I just I realized that feeling I'd been repressed. Like, no, I'm fucking paying a porn star to bone me, and I'm married, and I've made other commitments. That's not fuck. No, no, no. But that's so he he's. Let me explain. Expectation of let me explain the whole fucking story. I read the fucking story. Okay, so I didn't. I I didn't read it either. I just wanted to be righteously angry. Yeah. So. He, all, when he found out who this John was, and he did some internet research to figure this out, he said um, he found out that he was connected with the Obama administration, and he had um, some problems with his landlord and wanted help for his problems. Wait, get the hims and his straight. The, oh, the, porn the porn star, star had some landlord problems, right, and wanted uh, help from this, this John businessman, who businessman whose whose brother was in the the Obama administration, and at that point. The uh, the businessman he gave all he gave him the rest of the money and said uh, I can't do this you know I'm not interested I can't I'm sorry I can't help you out so then the guy threatened to go public with this and then did okay and this is all the words of the the uh, porn star so then the porn star goes and gives this stuff to Gawker and basically he he blackmailed the guy and said I'm going public with this uh, if you don't help me he didn't help him. He gives it to to Gawker, and then Gawker went and published the whole story, and then Gawker's the the managing uh, partners of Gawker they pulled the story because they thought like why should we uh, support that something that's unsubstantiated and is um, uh, basically supporting blackmail, and then the editors resigned in protest. Because of uh, censoring, they say. Yeah, it was censorship. So, who am I supposed to feel sorry for? And then, the, and then the Gawker editor said something to the effect of, like, you know, when somebody's cheating on their on their fam on their wife, a husband is cheating on their wife. We're always going to publish some that story if we have it, if we have it, which is like really problematic. You know, let people do. You don't know what sort of a. We don't know if it's true, and b. If his wife, maybe they have an understanding. We don't know, mm-hmm. but why do? Why does? Gawker have the right to air out pe- what goes on in people's bedrooms to the rest of the world. And and again, unsubstantiated, because this guy came out and denied it and said it, it was just a shakedown. Discuss. Um, I saw screen captures of the Twitter conversation. Yeah, no, the no. Me- uh, the messaging. Te- text, te- text conversation yeah. between the porn star and the businessman. Mm-hmm. Does the businessman say that those was faked? Yes. Oh, he says they was hmm. faked. Yeah. Oh, maybe there was. It was pretty interesting stuff, but I don't know any of the people involved. So to me, it's just like characters in a movie. Mm-hmm. Um. I think um, I think it's fun. You know, it's interesting that the Gawker editors stepped down in protest for being censored or being um, having the story pulled because of powerful influences outside of the editorial board. But really, you're taking a stand over this horrible cheating story that is kind of an ugly thing to publish in the first place? So, Wait, my point is I don't no think it's point. An, 
I don't. <laughs> we don't know if it's an ugly story. It's kind of an ugly story. But, no, but you're you're making this like sort of moral judgment on them. No, I just mean blackmail. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. and and he, you want to sleep with me? Why is that anybody's business? Right. I guess my point is, why would Gawker? Want to publish it in the first place? Exactly. Yeah. That's that's well, my problem. I tell you why because I read the whole thing top to bottom, I know. and, and I that's a, <laughs> could not turn that's away. That's a thing, and, and it's like it, with that Ashley Madison thing. I was thinking thirty-seven million dollars, and people, you know, I wonder if I did a a search for my zip code, who I would see in there, you know. And so there's that that purient, purient, whatever that 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 fascination of 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 sex. I mean, sex is really titillating to us, you know, and. But we have to be above that, and we can't be judgmental about this sort of stuff. And we should just. Yeah, but you can't expect people to. You can't. You can but expect we can. a person to be I can that expect way. But you can't you. expect people to be that way. I know it's going but to be news also, because people are going to read it and people are going to talk about it. So it's going to be as long as it's as long as it has an audience, it's going to get published. Maybe the businessman's wife know that he liked to spend an evening in the company of male porn But if that were the case, then he would just say that and the story would be over. But the whole denial thing... Well, I mean, unless he doesn't want everyone to know that. Right, maybe he don't want everybody. But his wife say, you have fun tonight. Who are you going out with? None of you. Long Dong Silver? (laughs) No, that was last week. Oh, okay, well, you have fun. Right. Yeah, I don't don't know. Like, the whole... I don't know anybody... I, I don't know if anybody knows any of their friends who cheat or are in open relationships. I've never. I know people who are in open relationships. Despite my tangent before, I don't. I have no problem with people who are swingers or do that. That's you know, that's you. That's your life. <clears throat> if it works for you, it works. But you know, I, I've, I don't know. Most of them are pretty open about it. Right. Um, but I don't. I mean. I don't think anybody, even if you're not in an open relationship, I don't think you want all of your sexual secrets posted out. I'm not in an open relationship, and I don't want any of my sexual secrets out there. Don't digitize them. A quick quick mention, uh, old man Logan, one of our dear listeners, Tweet in, I don't recognize the new voice. Can you I'm Marty. Her, you might not have heard much of me last week. I was uh, busy a little bit. But Marty, you, you that's to at Marty. Your lady voice. Hi, I'm Cassandra. Oh, hi. I was ready for your lady voice. That was my. That was me. I was doing Cassandra's voice. Yeah. It sounded like. Oh. Uh, Logan, this is Cassandra Cardenas. Hi, Logan. She is a standing. Where up. am I supposed to be looking? Uh, look, <laughs> look towards Texas, and uh, then you'll see see Logan. She's a standing up comedian, and uh, if you, uh, Logan, do you subscribe to? Giselle at Giselle Net because I tweeted out a nice picture of her. Or if oh, you old man Logan just started following me. So. Oh, good. <laughs> that sounds okay. so creepy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he's checking out my togs, and it was like, oh, got my rape whistle in one hand, got my pepper spray in the other. Watch it, old man Logan. I got my eye on you. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. There's some pictures it says of he's her in San Diego. Why am I oh. in Texas? All right, I, thought- I know him better than you guys do now. Well, okay, the, I'm just sorry. trying to tell him there's pictures of her on my Twitter uh, profile because I sent some out. If you go to Giselle Net uh, Twitter, so you're just trying to get more followers, is what you're No, I don't think you follow me. That's that's okay. I'm not Cassandra Cardenas. That's for sure. No oh, man, I just looked at that picture. What a 
Dork and her workout dogs. Yeah, check that out, everybody. <laughs> no, you look really cute. <laughs> You'd, and your skin is so soft. can i just just, next week she's going to say listen don't seat me next to giselle (laughs) it gets too weird over there um do you guys ever read advice columns dan savage yeah i like dan savage yeah i was bummed that that they stopped carrying that in the la weekly oh you can just look it up online i don't enjoy reading online oh jeez. sorry you still read print Mm-hmm. Do you get the newspaper? I read the downtown news every week, and usually the LA Weekly. How do you get daily news? I don't. He comes here every oh. Tuesday. Um, I don't. I listen. I listen. I I bounce around um, AM and FM talk radio, um, and uh, that tends to be it. Okay. Are you are you familiar with Ask Amy, the uh, Amy Dickinson? She's. Uh, I'm only familiar from her from wait wait, wait wait don't tell me. Yeah. So here's uh, a room of uh, uh, a letter that she got a couple weeks ago. It says um, I'm going to read the whole thing, and you tell me what advice you would give. Uh, Dear Amy, I have a serious problem with my future wife. She has not been faithful to me. I recently overheard her talking to her friend about how she was unfaithful to me. When I confronted her, all that she said was that she couldn't talk right now. I feel like I have to record everything in my own house just to learn the truth. To make her even more, to make things even more stressful is the fact that she recently told a couple of people that I hit her, but it's not true. I did not hit her. I'm not sure why she's been acting like this lately. She did just find out that her mother has breast cancer and that might be playing a role in her behavior. We still always find the time to make love, so I don't know why she would go out seeking it from someone else. I just can't believe she would do this to me. I love her so much. She is my everything, and I don't know that I could go on without her. She's tearing me apart. What should I do? Devastated. Ugh. I get it. And that was the one that is a troll. Is yes. Do you know what he, what he was trolling? Well, so she, she took it very seriously. She said, the first thing you should do is not get married. And then what were the, they trolling? What, what Bill? Uh, that is the plot and many lines of dialogue from the underground um, classic abomination, uh, The Room. Oh, okay. Have you seen The Room? No. Oh my goodness. Get out of this podcast. <laughs> you can come back when you read a comic book and watch The Room. <laughs> Are you familiar with The Room? Mm-mm. Um the room besides that it's an underground abomination no no it plays every week uh is it still playing every week yeah wow yeah and uh it's like um the the rocky horror picture show of this generation Mm -hmm. Uh, for years there was a giant billboard on uh hollywood hollywood and highland or sunset and highland yeah highland boulevard Mm -hmm. highland for i mean like eight years um and it's just like a guy's face. Yeah, black and white picture of the guy in the room and and all these credits i feel like i've seen that so he's this like Sort of a mysteriously European fellow, uh, Tommy Wiseau. Who, Can't put the guy on camera. I don't, he he got together to like $5 million, according to him, made this movie, shot it terribly. It's a terrible movie in San Francisco. And it's like this very convoluted uh, love story where he stars in it. He directed it. He wrote it. Mm-hmm. And, and he cannot act. He can uh, barely yeah. speak English. It's, unwa- it's unwatchable. It's actually hilariously watchable. <laughs> I am... Um, I was introduced to it by Paul. I have seen that. Okay. 
You know who introduced me? Paul Rudd introduced me to that. No, the Paul Rudd, the man himself, the Paul man Rudd himself, introduced yeah. you to the room. Yeah, and you can watch it over and over again. It's endlessly entertaining. You should get all your friends together and just sit down and watch it. I, it is uh, terrible, though. I I just missed a bad movie like night, shocking. so I'll, uh, I'll bring that to the next bad movie night. That guy looked pretty dinged up. I thought uh, when he's I hard s- to watch. When I saw that, I thought it was like an advertisement for a magician. Because <laughs> like, it looks, he totally like, has the magician. It vibe. looks like a magician to me. Yeah, so, I do. Um, I do. There's nothing magic about the film. It's it's just it's just a train wreck. Well, I will I will uh, I'll get it for the next bad movie night and I'll watch. Ladies it and, and gentlemen, for my next trick, I have this big scarf. It is a silk scarf, <laughs> and I will change it very quickly to a silk scarf with a hole in it. <laughs> How did I do it? I think you just put your finger through the fabric. <laughs> I will never reveal my secrets. No, I'm pretty sure I saw you put your <laughs> finger through the fabric. Giselle's doing uh, Tommy Wiseau as uh, as a hack magician. Oh, yeah. You need to be good. That's good. Would you get my Marty got a package? Marty just got mail. Marty got a package. What did you get, Marty? Marty was away. He went to the door let's see, to let's pick see. up a package. It's big and square. Yeah. While Marty's opening up the package, we can celebrate the fact that it's the top of the hour, and you're listening to the Smod Coast Morning Show on the Smodcast Internet Radio Networks. It's a box. It is. What's in the box? What's in What's the, the box? box? Another box. It's a it lot of packages. So nerdy. Oh, uh, this is really so. What the what fuck is, is that? Is Embarrassingly, hold it up so I can see it too. Oh, he seemed to have uh. some glasses. No, stop. What? Oh yeah, my goodness, I'm not sure I get it. It is headgear, ladies and gentlemen, with a big plastic apparatus that go in front of his eyes with magnifying lenses. And what it is used for is he slip his iPhone into the apparatus. And he can mount it in front of his eyes and watch it like his own personal big screen TV. It's like uh, the plastic uh, Google Cardboard, you know, so you can watch things in virtual reality. I've, I've, I've... just got it, so I don't know if it works. We'll 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 test it out next week. This is fantastic. Yeah, I mean it was like twenty bucks, you know, <laughs> and uh, and yeah, and so when your head moves because you have have motion sensors in your phone, then the the image moves, and so wait. So what? So do you just like watch YouTube videos? And what you do you can watch? They have all these applications. There are games that you can play. Mm. And can you watch the room? You can watch the room. Yeah. In fact, we'll just. Cassandra, you're just gonna we're gonna put you in a corner, okay. and, then just, and every so often you'll pipe in like that's ridiculous. No, <laughs> um, yeah. So is is you gonna use it on an airplane when you're flying? I'm gonna use this every fucking day. Amazing. <laughs> I'm gonna have like the camera like pointed outwards so that I can walk <laughs> and it will show me what it's seeing. And there's, then, there's something very steampunky looking about those oh glasses. God, so do I mean yeah. There, there's. Even uh, though it's right. you're watching a digital format, there's something still that look mechanical about it. That you strap it on your head and it have big thick lenses. Anthony was just staring at it, and I wasn't sure if it was the stare of of like, you know, wow, Covetous. I wonder what, yeah, covetousness or just like what a fucking dork. <laughs> Only he could speak. Our, <laughs> Only he had a voice box. We'll sound, never know. Our sound guy is something of a technophile. He like gadgets and technical stuff. Yes. Anthony, do you want a, a pair of those glasses? 
He's nodding. He's not saying anything. Very sad. It gives me something about that gives me anxiety. Like getting losing all my vision and only seeing my cell phone. I don't know if I would like that very much. Well, we'll try it out next week, and then you can make an informed decision. I I don't think it will shock anybody to learn that I think it's dumb. Uh, what if one of those uh, movie stars that you like make like the bad guy from Ant-Man? Mm-hmm. Corey Stoll. Corey yeah. Stoll. What if he make a video and it's just him looking into the camera going, hey, baby, you look great in those togs <laughs> and your skin is so soft. Would you put that <laughs> on then in front of your face and it would be like he was talking to you? That would give me, I think, even more anxiety than watching just a movie on it. <laughs> just a weird Corey soul telling me how great I look. Hey, did you see that Shia LaBeouf thing? I didn't know how far behind I am. On Which one? The, I'm further. I have not seen the, it. The, the Do It one. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how old that is, but I just found out it's about like it. It's like a couple months. Or, is it? Yeah. Describe. It's just Shia LaBeouf. I think he's in front of a green screen or he's in front of something and he just is flexing and telling you to do it yesterday you said today and do it i did not know about this until this week and so my sister said go on reddit and go to the subreddit in the loop and i think it will help me um be more up to date on my internet things. oh oh I, well, in the loop it's not just about shia labeouf it's no, a, no 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 it's about stay like, in the loop with shia a, yeah it's about it's i so won't you can keep won't, up at cocktail parties yeah so i won't miss these and like, podcasts apparently yeah and podcasts Apparently, important videos of people doing stupid things. So that we can um, all talk yeah, about you know, I think it was he purposely did it in front of a green screen, so then people would turn it into a meme. Oh, and, sorry. Oh, Bill's looking at sports, so sorry, uh, I like can't sports. interrupt it. They might um, trade Puig. This is what? important stuff. Oh, no, why would they do that? Uh, apparently, he's a cancer in the locker room. Oh, I thought you were talking about Claudia Puig, the film reviewer for the uh, um, what LA Weekly. Yeah, no, that didn't make it on ESPN. I Whatever you the meant, fuck you're talking about. I thought you meant Damon Puig, the Crip King. I don't know who that is. Have you ever had a Crip? Mm, yes. Dessert Crip or a savory Crip? I have think you so. Yes, I have. I've made crepes. Then you have Damon Puig to thank for that. <laughs> That's not who I was talking about. <laughs> Yasiel Puig. That's the one. What sport is that? Baseball. He's oh. a dodger. Oh, bless her. Are you a baseball fan? I'm a sports fan. Really? What? What's your sport? We're living, losing, learning so much about Cassandra. I like baseball and I like football and um, I like hockey a lot. And who's who I like teams? Cassandra a lot. Ah, I did it. Um, I like the Dodgers, the Doyers, the Kings, the LA Kings, um, and I two like, times Stanley Cup champions. Yeah, and I like the Broncos a lot. Oh, I'm from Denver, right? I have a hard time um, with the NFL for two reasons. Because I'm from Cleveland and the Browns are awful. Sure. And um, the, the a lot of the, the denial over the head injuries and the the back it's it's been oh. harder and harder and and the constant the just terrible press for all the players all of the the um behavior the, the rapey the, the rapey behavior yeah. the wife beating behavior the, yeah. the drug it's, behavior it's not a great um it's, it's getting harder and harder to to be a fan. Did you um did you see 
uh, John Oliver's thing on um, on the stadiums. Yeah, I, I haven't had a chance to watch it, but because uh, I know obviously LA is in the midst of trying to woo an NFL franchise. Yeah, it's basically like everyone who wants a new stadium, like, will just threaten to come here until they get it. And right, and then we're going to end up spending you know hundreds of millions of dollars of taxpayer money mm-hmm. to create the Verizon Stadium or whatever mm-hmm. it's going to be. When, when he talks about how they pitch it as like, oh, it creates jobs and like it helps the neighborhoods around it and they just, they've talked to a lot of people and like, no, it didn't help my business at all. And like people who have bars around it, they're like, yeah, no, it actually hurt my business a lot. Nobody wants to come to a bar right next to the stadium on game day and be around all the people. But right. I've never been to a live football game and I don't think that I really? ever will because it just Some kind of my of, favorite memories as a kid were, but that's because I was with my family, I was in my hometown. I just, you know, yeah, we, I don't see the appeal But I'm not to excited it. about it anymore. Yeah, from what I understand, it's much better to just watch at home and... Um, yeah, I mean, I don't play fantasy or do all the things or get very invested in it, but I have a lot of like childhood memories related to the Broncos, so yeah, I don't, I won't drop it. I also well, have also a lot of childhood the... memories related to the Broncos, but none of them are pleasant. Ah, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> like John Elway era. Jo- yeah, John Elway. Era. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's the era. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it fondly. Oh. Very... I remember having my young heart broken and my sense of the future shattered. Oh, no. Well, they took them a long time to win a Super Bowl, so I'm sure that was heartbreaking for Cassandra as well. I mean, I was I was pretty young. So they actually won a Super Bowl, I, I, I knew, so I knew nothing. she has no idea what I'm going through. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> hey, the Broncos uh, lost real bad um, to the Seahawks two years ago. Oh, that must have been so rough to that once was, again get to the Super Bowl. That was awful to watch. Everyone at that Super Bowl party that I was at was looking at me like my dog had just been killed. And it was ugh. that's that's the just constant state of being for a Cleveland sports fan. Well, you guys have the LeBron, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and we lost in the finals, and it fucking sucked. And uh, no uh, sport for sport, year for year, no other city has been has gone so far without a championship than Cleveland. And it's a it's a diehard blue collar sports fan sports uh, town. <laughs> <laughs> Marty was putting on his glasses with his iPhone, and he said, "He said it. He started it inadvertently." So no, I, no Johnny football for you then. I no, was in Versailles like for um, a very brief I'm, moment. He's, I mean, he's kind of a hard guy to like. It, it was fun to see him score that first touchdown, but he's a punk, and I just am not up on the NFL right now. It just is I, not yeah. exciting me. I, I don't, I don't know. I only care about it when it's actually happening, and I only care about the Broncos. Right, right. I'm the same with sports, is that I only care about sports through the prism. And I think I've said this before on the show, but I only care about sports through the, the prism of a city. So the more I loved Los Angeles, the more I loved the Dodgers, the more mm-hmm. I loved the Kings. Um, Clippers, not Lakers. And then oh, obviously yeah, I loving like the Clippers too. Loving Cleveland and growing up there, it was it was always Browns, Indians, Cavs. Oh, that's fascinating stuff. <laughs> I pretend to be interested in your bullshit. You know it's true. You're very nice about that. Uh, Elizabeth have tweeted in, and uh, she, she has something really interesting that she sent to us. She said, I saw this on Reddit last night, and I would love to hear your ideas. And it was an Ask Reddit question. Listen to this question. If you could simultaneously be a voice inside everybody on Earth's head for five seconds, for five seconds, you are the voice in the head of everybody on Earth. What would you say? Kill Bill. (laughs) Kill Bill. Go to (laughs) GiselleNet.com. 
<laughs> that seems like a lot of responsibility to be in everyone's head at once. With, you get this opportunity, what would you say? Something, I probably would say, uh, it, it, it is okay to give up the fight. <laughs> Jeez. There were so many people who died that day. <laughs> I, do, I mean, give up fighting. But what about the people who are fighting to not be serial killers? Because they're suppressing the or evil. Or fighting against depression. Oh, you're right. Okay, I have to change what I was... Okay. Uh, some of you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would just do... I'd waste you know, it on something stupid. If you're a dick, stop fighting. Right. You know who you are. I'd probably try to get the song stuck in everybody's head. <laughs> <laughs> what song? Like... All Star by Smash Mouth or something like really bad. Hey now, another thing that would cause a lot of people to kill themselves. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. I couldn't. I wouldn't be able to handle that much power. Uh, what was the the name of it again? The um, what, the section, the subreddit. Uh, out ask, of the loop. Oh, oh no, in the loop. No, no, no. The, uh, this, one this one was from Ask Reddit. Oh, okay. Uh, ask Reddit. What if you said so some, some if in everybody's head if you said something like turn to the person on your right and give them a big smile. Then all of a sudden everybody would be smiling at everybody. I think everyone would be really freaked out. <laughs> you wouldn't get to see it. They didn't even see my smile. I'm even lonelier than I thought. <laughs> okay. Um we're going to dip into the mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. Come on, get my hands in that mail sack. Trying to figure out if anybody has, has given any good answers. Oh, mail sack. Oh. Uh, yeah, that was find, great. I couldn't find the subreddit because I'm dumb. Oh, it, it, it's uh, she tweeted the link. Oh, I then I have to look at Twitter and I just can't do this these many things at once. Even with the, with Anthony doing all the heavy lifting. Here um, are some of them. All right, uh, the Earthlings are oblivious to our present. Oh shit! Is this thing on loudspeaker? <laughs> <laughs> See, that would be a Cassandra one, just like fucking yeah. with people. Yeah. Here's another one: six, five, four, three, <laughs> two. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's out to get you everybody's out to get you and then all of a sudden everybody in the world just like their eyes get really right. open and they're like what <laughs> Zach Stewart Stewart writes in how yin's doing is he writing from Pittsburgh boot gas boot gas boot I can't do it introduced my girlfriend Sarah to this morning show the other day hey oh, poor girl we played a nice game of guess Giselle's accent She's, oh, what did you come up with? Well, she started well with uh, something Eastern European, uh, then went Thai. Whoa! <laughs> then went oh. then various other East Asian countries. Well, Thailand oh. is technically South Asian, I guess. Uh, eventually, she made—is it? I don't know. Uh, eventually, she made me tell her, and I, I said German, and she replied, "No." <laughs> that isn't right at all. <laughs> Sarah really enjoyed the podcast, though, and hopefully I'll be able, be able to keep her listening. Thanks for doing what you do. Keep at it. Zach from Pittsburgh. And he enclosed a photo with him in a Sherpa hat with... Uh, not a Sherpa hat. Uh, uh, who are the ones who live in Peru? Who Peruvians. Uh, is it... Nailed it. Incan? <laughs> yeah. Or a Peruvian hat. Cap and a llama. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> keep keep that on That's the a ready. Great photo. That is a great photo. I have a photo of me and a llama. I'll tweet that out later. And I, I don't I, have a photo of me and a llama. Yeah. I was at a, a Fourth of July, and uh, at a, f a friend rented a house up in the mountains, and 
there was a llama just wandering around and it would come by and I didn't know it was a llama, not a goat or a because the goat. goats were in the cage mm. and the llama llamas look nothing like goats really. I mean they had like long necks. They're pretty they're pretty easy to identify. Mm. A llama from a goat? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Once you have them on the plate, it's a little <laughs> bit harder to distinguish. Well, you, ju- you just have to, you know. I don't think I've eaten llama or goat. Goat is a little gamier, you know. They're both very gamey. But, very you know, gamey. Yeah. What does that mean? It, it tastes Meat-like. like it has gone off. Yeah, like funky. A little funky meat taste, you know, like. Gamey. You know how lamb tastes um, more meaty than, say, beef? Well, Bruno's sure. got a funky meat. And then that. Funky th- that or they beef g- tastes more meaty than chicken. That's right. okay. one. So those are the gaminess. That's oh, the gaminess spectrum. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then I would say goat is a little bit to the gamier side of lamb. And chewier. Uh, it depends how it's cooked. I had funky meat. Oh. Yeah. 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 Um, well, the, I'm glad that they had fun uh, to guess my accent. And all I can say is that, yes, I'm from Germany, but also I have traveled a bit. And also, you know, these things cannot be predicted. How soon <laughs> are you going to Germany? Uh, we go in the middle of August. Okay, good. It's going to be really fun. We're going to say hello to Michael Binhack. Chris Brown writes in, good morning, Murps. Just a quick question. I'm writing a play involving time travel, and Uh-oh. I have decided how it happens. Um, you got the rules all figured out? Yeah, that's that's good. That's, uh, that's where you got to start. Do you prefer a Marvel sequel science approach or a DC-style magic one? Thanks for the input. Cheers, Chris Brown in Saskatoon Tune. Well, I think I should start with this one because I'm I think most really familiar should. with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. Um... <laughs> So say Nothing. like take uh, so you know how they approach it on the Flash TV show uh, versus how they approach time travel in uh, oh uh, days, days of, of future past. past yeah how would you compare those do you even know what I'm saying yes okay no I don't, no. I don't know what you're saying no I don't know so I, I guess like I'm asleep with my eyes open right in now. general like future uh, superpowers are handled like magically like um, Superman is from another planet with a w- different colored sun mm-hmm. and that gives him superpowers mm-hmm. magic but uh for spider-man he got bit by a radioactive spider which give, gave him okay spider-like powers. so they have powers or they get powers or yeah or they, how do they explain them do they, they explain them with like nonsense or do they explain them with like science, science. pseudoscience yeah oh i don't think i have a preference either way as long um, as it's explained enough. They can both be very effective, uh, and you can get bogged down in both. No one cares. Like, no, it, it, as long as you get past the rules quick and you honor them, no one cares. I guess cares. I prefer what the do Dave made a maze a, do? Yeah. In Dave made a maze. Uh, we made a conscious decision to say no one cares. We don't, we don't um, spend any time explaining it. Like there was, there was a discussion of, what was it, uh, Night at the Museum, where in the end they reveal, oh, it's this ancient... Egyptian thing that has the power and that's causing all the thing and I was like oh and I stopped caring about the movie and no one cared it was just neat that there were dinosaurs running around like I don't give a shit yeah um so we we went with magic magical realism basically is what we went with where it's just that is the world and there's no you know they're they're too busy trying to survive it to bother trying to figure out how to explain it I think yeah yeah for Chris Brown I think if your play is very character driven and and is about uh about human stories, then I think that, you know, you look at Toy Story. Like, no, mm-hmm. you never ever question what, why these toys are, uh, you know, uh, 
mobile and and why they would keep yeah, secret you just or, kind of accept that you, that's the world the, the only time it you, was a snag for me is when uh they were at the gas station and the car pulled up and and woody and um buzz were arguing and then they collapsed because people were around right uh and if the whole thing with buzz was that he didn't know he was a toy and didn't act like a toy then why did he collapse good point that was, yeah. the, only, that was the only so, time I, I so the more I you the more you get into it like the more questions that are, arise so mm-hmm. like unless you're you're doing something like prime which was a very interesting time travel thing didn't quite get it did you guys see prime is it in my queue uh, i think that i did yeah it was made for like six thousand bucks in this guy's house you know and you, um, that's it. They build a time machine, time the machine. two guys. Yeah, yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. Right. But, you know, it got very intricate about the time rules. Yeah. You know, and, you know, they, they honored it. Like you said, if you honor the rules, then you're going to you're gonna be okay. And like Marty says, if you honor the rules, but you're dealing with um, human. grounded characters right. and human interaction and, and, and it's entertaining, it's, it's really not going to matter. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever's more fun for you, because that's what's going to get written. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that uh, the guy. Sean, what do you want to see? Shane Carruth, you know, who did Prime, is a he's an engineer by trade. So that sort of, those sort of mechanical rules, science rules, are, are meaningful to him. Yeah. What R- other movie did he do? See. He did another movie. Uh, Upstream right? Color. Upstream. Also yeah, I really like that. Both of those movies is really good. Yeah. And actually, I found that very romantic as well. You yes. Know? It was. It was good. Upstream color and prime, good movies, mm-hmm. thinky movies. You have to thinky thinky. Hmm? Oh, that's it. That's it. That's there's nothing left in the mail sack. Really? Wow. Yeah, guys, you're letting us down. I know. Come on. Well, I have some tweets. So people um, must have questions for Cassandra. They they want to send in send in questions, send in uh, discussion topics, and we'll get. They to want them. to know if she's single, and there was a question about. Uh, <laughs> oh gosh! Wait, was your hair this color last think? week? Yeah, my hair's always been this color. Oh really? Oh, this I guess it's very lustrous and flowing today. Thank you. It's down today. <laughs> uh, in terms of what you would whisper into everybody's ear simultaneously, yeah, Lou, I never came up with an answer. Lou said, uh, "Did they, uh, did you leave the gas on?" <laughs> oh god! <laughs> <laughs> and then he just everybody's going to be like looking up, you know, at the same time. Yeah, Tyson Sainer. Uh, say he would sing the Rock Island line really fast. Oh, the Rock Island line, she's a mighty girl. If you got to ride it, get your ticket at the station. Rock Island line. I may be wrong, I may be right, but you're going to... That's more than five seconds. You're going to what? You're going to what? One of the people's on Reddit say that they would say, y'all got to stop killing each other. I like that. Oh, one. that's a good one. Of course, yeah. you would like that one. I know, that but is that going to be effective? Sorry, my bad, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Um, is it going to be effective? Yeah. Well, we can try. Let's try. <laughs> just for today, listen, everybody in the world. Just for today, don't kill anyone. Let's see if it works. Here's what I would tweet out, or I would say to people. I would say. Old man Logan is following you. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, somebody uh, would say, yesterday you said tomorrow, so just do it. <laughs> that, ooh, that could have all kinds of ramifications. See, now I know stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm so in the loop. So there was a guy who was charged 
with um, there was a car crash, and there were two teen victims in the car. And it was this, a downer. Yeah, and this yeah. guy went in and started filming it. And and it turns out it's unlawful to film a crime scene with a mobile. Oh no, it's not unlawful. But they he it it was considered a crime scene and he was trespassing on it. But like mm. so I just you know, it, it sickens me that we are in this culture where it's like Ugh. when you see people, two people in distress, your your instinct is to film it as opposed to help them. Did he yeah. think on some level that it needed to be documented so that in court or something that the I mean I don't know I'm not familiar with the accent on if they were just dead and he was just filming dead people that doesn't really accomplish anything but right well if you have a if you have a camera phone and you see two dead people your your instinct should be to call 911 right you know right um, and if and if they're suffering your instinct should person? be to 41 yuck Ooh. yes meanwhile in uh this was in uh Beaverton Oregon which is a suburb of Portland. <laughs> um, <laughs> there was a, a woman at a gas station. Who I want to move there. He was trapped inside of a burning car. And there were other people out there filming it with their cameras. And mm. a 19-year-old kid, he went in Filmed there. the people filming and with the cameras. And then dragged this woman out and saved her life. Yeah. What do you need this footage for? Like to put it on YouTube? Like, oh my God, I got 17 likes. Woo. Yeah, I do not like watching this kind of stuff. Like when, even when faces of death. No, yeah, exactly. I don't like to watch that kind of stuff. World star hip hop sort of fodder. Oh, that's a website that Are those fights and stuff. Yeah, they show lots of. I fights. just, I mean, even like when, because um, people were filming that stuff when they were trying to prove like police brutality and all those things. And right. In that situation, you know, where if you get involved, you risk you know, getting in trouble by the police also, like, I guess you can a little bit more justified to film. I don't know. But I don't even, I didn't even like to watch that because I was just like, I'm about to watch, I forgot what the guy's name was, the, you know, like, I can't breathe guy. Like, I was was like, oh, I'm about to watch a guy get killed. Like, I can't, I can't watch this. And so. And yet people, Eric Gardner, um, but people do watch this stuff. And, and I mean, the same thing with the Ashley Madison thing. We're we're titillated by it and we're we're curious about it in some. Yeah, I just, I guess, I mean, I maybe I'm a little bit too sensitive. Oh no, I think it's I think it's a very human response. I mean, I think that we should we should we should pay attention to that that revulsion. Yeah. Like, do do you guys watch Game of Thrones? Yes. No. No. No, I don't. What? Uh, I don't. Um, why you don't you guys? It, 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 it did not interest me. Um, mostly those soap opera type shows don't interest me too much, but I do, even though I say I, how much I like Unreal. But yeah, I just did well, not Unreal get into seems it. to be making, uh, making fun of the, you know, uh, of the soap opera aspect of um, or, or drawing attention to the, how, uh, the need to create drama. It, it, the sh- well, yes and no. I mean, it is beyond it. Drawing attention to the reality show artifice, but the drama on the tel- on the show Unreal is pretty st- attacked, um, approached seriously. Mm. Does that make sense? Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's they're not, not spoofing uh, right, themselves; right. they're spoofing, or uh, not spoofing. But the, people's need to to see this stuff. I don't know. But anyway, but, but your point when I watched Game, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah. So, so last <laughs> season there was a, a a controversial episode where. Um, 
one of the characters gets raped. Right. And um, I'm just curious, what? how did you, f- like, feel about that scene? Oh, what? Um, I mean, like, I, it's not like a fun, it wasn't a fun scene to watch, but it didn't, like, make me angry because I felt like it kind of went with, the story it fit in the world it had i've not seen a minute of the show it kind of fit in the world and like also you know like it just that's what that character would have done to the other character who got raped i guess i i mean that shows there is a lot of like gratuitous like things like that where like there's rape and there's nudity and all kinds of and like a lot of blood and all that stuff but right i think i'm just kind of used to it is that scary ex- that you're used to watching rape? Of course it's scary. Yeah. I'm not used to I didn't, I'm not used to watching rape. Right. I'm used to watching rape on Game of Thrones. Uh, <laughs> right. And it it's it, it Do they make it like look sexy? No. Uh-huh. There was nothing sexy about that. And it, they didn't show too much of it. I mean it wasn't like you didn't get to watch the whole moment. It was actually they focused on another character's face ah, the right. whole time that it was happening. But, was it an important was it important in terms of plot? Like, was it a yeah. necessary thing that happened, or I, was it just? Sort I of, think so. I think so. Because it, we're in a world where there can be rape, let's have a rape scene. Well, it, it was like I don't know how to talk about it without spoiling anything. But like, you can spoil it. It happened last season. All right, guys. Theon Greyjoy kind of lost his mind and became like this weird, you know, like kind of slave to what's his face. Um, who was the guy who raped? I didn't. I don't watch Game of Thrones. You don't? No. Why Holy are we talking smokes. about? Why are we talking <laughs> I'm about? Just kidding. Um, no. Um, I could have lied and been like, "Oh, what's this? Uh, the, the guy, you know, the guy." All right. Well, Sansa. The, he's got the beard. Uh, <laughs> this there's this guy who, face. who turned Theon Greyjoy into a psychopath, and I feel like I'm not even. There's no point in me even talking about this because no one knows what I'm talking about except. Now everyone you know how I feel okay, on every show every time I say <laughs> anything. All right. All right. All right. Shut up. But if Jesus. by fan Greyjoy seeing Sansa get raped, it was it was you know like him starting to get his mind back and start sticking up for himself, and then he ended up him and Sansa ended up you know he ended up kind of saving her, but then like I don't know if they jumped off of a castle or not. I am just saying shit right so now. It doesn't matter if in <laughs> Wired, uh, Laura Hudson wrote an article called "Rape Scenes Aren't Just Awful; They're Lazy Writing." And then she talks about that scene specifically and just talks about how rape is terrible. Rape should not be sexy. But then, uh, and she makes a, a good point of like, rape does not have to be seen to be believed. Well, and yeah, I mean, they could have implied it more so than um, they did, you know. They, they could yeah. have just, it could have just been on Theon's face the whole time rather than showing like the lead up to the whole thing. But um and it th- seemed- this character has been the character who raped her though was has been insane the whole time that he's been on the show though. Like there's scenes with him like torturing the fuck out of people. And right. you know, like I guess I don't know. I mean, it's just like, it's what I wasn't it's, surprised it's hard though, by right? It. Like, cause you know, I like violent movies, but I'm not a violent person. You know, I like, I loved Fury Road. Do you think it's possible that you're not a violent person because you like violent movies? It could and be. That's where you get my outlet, my yeah. aggressive. Yeah, yeah. I've always wondered hope, about that. That's you where I hope that people can, you know, watch that stuff and then separate it from their real life. And I mean, I loved, I was obsessed as a kid with army and guns and army men and GI Joe and, and, I had anything that I could find, I turned into a gun. I don't own a gun. I don't give a shit about guns. Yeah. I don't. I'm not 
gun well, I give crazy a shit about guns, but I... Well, you know right, what I mean. Right, I'm, right. I'm not like... Um, but, you know, Laura Hudson, she made this point in talking about Fury Road, of, or just talking about how... Is there rape in Fury Road? Rape is used as a crutch to um, to create rage and to to vilify a, a character. And they do do that a lot. Yes, yeah. I mean, like, that's what Death that Wish was all based Downton on, you know. Abbey? And House of Cards. And every Charles Bronson movie. And oh. so... What, House of Cards, too? Mm-hmm. So what he... Three? I don't know. I don't watch it. I just so in Fury I I Road, they... Oh. they um, Ramsey Bolton was the rapist okay. that I couldn't think of the name. Sorry, somebody tweeted it. <laughs> okay, thank you for who tweeted oh, it. Oh, Tyson, Jane. Tyson thank just you, tweeted in. No spoilers, please. I know. I just sorry, said I was oh, too late. You, uh, there was plenty of warning in that. Yeah, one. Um, I didn't spoil the big stuff. But uh, in Fury Road, that what motivates the characters is life, you know, and freedom, and this, you know, this pregnant woman with the, you know, who has it? I the seen it. Oh, but you have to see it. I know. Did I do. you see Fury Road? No. Uh, but it's it's a great motivator in for these characters, and it's it's vital and it's positive. And there was uh, rape in um, Road Warrior. Um, yes, there was, and, and it turns out there's they in the comic book um, spinoffs they have uh, of Fury Road they have uh, uh, rape subplots, and you know, and that's they, this woman finds problematic. You know, mm-hmm. like that shouldn't you. Her it's, argument is that it's lazy. It's interesting because I, I do agree with that. It is sensationalist. It does produce rage. It does. But at the same time, it's not like it's not like there isn't Rape significance the to be mined from, from from taking it on. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And and the truth is, rape happens in the world, and you know that's that's what fiction reflects on. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. No, it's a, it's just an interesting discussion. We have one more. Like anybody who rapes anyone in Game of Thrones, specifically, or probably in anything, isn't like a huge villain prior to that. Like, um, you know, it's not like a. What was that? Uh, what was that awful scene in um? And it was meant to be awful. Uh, is it to live and die in a, um. Oof. Good uh, radio. I know, I know, and I'm sorry. I'm so tired. Okay. Um, I'll find it. Okay. Uh, we have one more email last minute from Lou. Lou in New Jersey. Hi, Lou. We love Lou. You, Lou. Uh, good morning, Murps. Well, as the mail sack's a little light today, here is a question. Allegedly, today is National Junk Food Day. It's America, Lou. I know Every you, you th- day is National Junk Food Day. Oh, yeah. So my question is, what is your favorite junk food? Oh, we asked this, uh, well, we asked a, a version of this. Uh, even if you don't eat it anymore, you are so strong, I am envious. What was your indulgence of choice before you gave it up? I'm in a love-hate relationship with Mickey D's fries. Love oh, to you all. Those are tasty. You know, I go to McDonald's. I haven't had food there from probably 15 years, but... You know, they have these sodas for 99 cents. You can get any size. If I'm thirsty, I'll just go through and get it. A soda pop? Just a soda pop. A large diet. Coke. Um, but that's not my junk food uh, indulgence. What? Let's start uh, no. Let's start with you. I don't Anthony. eat junk food. Sorry. <laughs> um, Giselle? I like strawberry ice cream. I like anything in the family of O's. Cheetos, Fritos, Doritos. Cheerios. Yeah, Cheerios, Honey Nut. not junk food, is it? It has probably a lot of sugar in there. Not Cheerios. Jell-O. Jell-O. No, no. Not Jell-O. <laughs> it puts the Jell-O. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, I wonder if Jell-O is taking a hit. Yeah, I wonder. been in this potion for Jell-O. Once upon a time in America. Oh, yeah. Does the rape scene with Robert De Niro is okay. very hard to watch. Mm. 
I it's like very complicated because um, you're not I like turkey not jerky. I eat turkey that's not jerky. junk food. Okay, so that I can still yeah, eat. I think junk food is like thing, something that's processed and... Oh. Cinnamon buns. I like yeah, buns. Yeah, like cinnamon, cinnamon is junk food. Yeah. It's that's delicious, de- gooey, gooey. I like pizza. Me. Why? It tastes so good. Oh, I feel like so my teeth gross. hurt thinking about up. the cinnamon. So much I, sugar I would just throw I, up. You have one, just one bite. I haven't had one in years, but I remember going to the Beverly Center and asking the girl, like ordering my Cinnabon, going to see a movie. And I said, do you ever get sick of these? And she goes, oh, no, I have one Cinnabon every day. Oh, God. Wow. Cinnabons are kind of like subways. They have like a very distinct smell that will ruin everything. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Like, what is it about subway? It's like, like vinegary something ugh. but it, it's so distinctive we talked about this last week while you were in your meeting oh yeah <laughs> and moving on um <laughs> oh there is an almond croissant that i get almost every morning not junk food it's pretty sugary yeah why is it not junk food, junk food. because it junk food. yeah it is but it not if it's made in a crafty sort of way it might be unhealthy for you but junk food implies like processed um fast manufactured food. Well, I never met the person who it's, made it. I don't it know what they're doing. It can go both ways depending on how you're defining it. A croissant is not healthy for you. Yeah. But te- not, but, but you're food, right that it's not yes. technically like candy or processed, you know. Right. Well, that, I'm laying down the rules. That's okay. junk food. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of you, Marty. I like, yeah. uh, I like pink berry. I really pink enjoyed berry that. is probably my favorite. The frozen yogurt. The frozen yogurt. Original uh, flavor? No, no, no. I get the bad ones. I get like the peanut butter pink berry might be my favorite thing in the whole world, but I don't ever go. Well, I do go sometimes. But Can I'm that be your new nickname? Peanut butter pink berry. Yeah. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> um, peanut butter pink berry. Uh, PBPB. Yeah, PBPB. PBPB. I like. What's up, Cassandra? Like a Morse code. <laughs> yeah. Iceberg right ahead. Beep, 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 no, no, beep, no, just yogurt. Just oh, yogurt. Oh, just yogurt. Oh. Um, I like pizza too. Yeah. Pizza's Is pizza junk food? Uh, if you Come get on. it from Domino's. I don't get it from Domino's. I um, sometimes will throw, I've, I've done it uh, like once or twice, and I'll throw these pizza parties at my house, and we'll get all the insane kind of pizzas that they come out with. Yeah. Peanut um, butter pink berry through a pizza party? Yeah. Peanut uh, butter pink berry through a pizza party with the pretzel pee-pee, pizza pee-pee, pee-pee. from Little Caesars. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, and stuffed crust, <laughs> yeah. whatever. Yeah, that's, no, that's junk. Because I saw the commercial before. I was like, that looks like a nightmare. I'm going to invite all my friends over. We watched Troll 2 and we ate these terrible pizzas okay. and drank a bunch of beers. Do that with the room and I guarantee it'll be more entertaining than Troll 2. Well, I, I don't think that Troll 2 was even a plan. I think we were going to do Words with Friends and then that, or not Words with Friends. What's the one? Uh, Cards Against Humanity. And then we ended up doing that. That, that w- I was very sick the next day. <laughs> <laughs> but weren't you somehow spiritually enriched? Somehow. Uh, the only reason that I didn't regret doing it is because I got to spend time with my friends. If I would have just done that on my own, I probably would have really really been grossed out by myself that would have been a very sad night there's um i have friends who are wanting another one because i guess pizza hut or someone has like a a hot dog crust crust is it pizza hut yeah Yeah. and i but i like can't i can't bring myself to do it you guys could all purge do they curve the hot dogs around (laughs) to just be a circular they're little short wieners that that they like put so it's like pigs in a blanket wrapped around around the crust. Yeah. Through like ancient Rome style with the vomitorium. 
so oh, set yeah. up a vomitorium. So we can keep and, eating. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I, I just I can't. Think that was a thing. I don't actually. It was a it was a Saturday Night Live sketch. Vomitoria are yeah. not. You a know thing? what a vomit. You know what a vomitorium is. It's, yeah. It's where you the place where you come out of the Colosseum is called the vomitorium. But didn't they have places in oldie times where they would go and spit up? Yeah, they did like food orgies where they would eat until they couldn't anymore and then throw it all up so they could keep keep going. Yeah. I I think I heard of this. Boot and rally. Uh, Keep going on, Bill. Talk about the last time you had junk food. But what is your favorite junk food? (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh, his, I think his, the whole like, point was oh, that I don't okay. eat junk food, so okay. I don't know how to keep going. I also roof. like no, that, um, that's why I said one was the last candies. time. I'm sorry, which one? I'm sorry, I'm just trying to keep it going. Caramel so you can this. caramel. I like. Oh, I eat the caramel that has marijuana in it. Does that count as junk food? Mm. How did it affect you? So well that I was. Uh, we'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> you can talk now. No, that's all right. We'll talk. Wait, about what? What did you just he, say? Oh, he started a juicy topic. What was it? Uh, I have had caramel recently. Caramel chews that were infused oh. with THC. Oh, was it pleasant? Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Was it accompanied by an activity? Um, I can't remember. <laughs> like, oh man, I, honestly, like. <laughs> oh yes, um, I watched this wonderful Leon Russell documentary at the Ace Theater downtown. I don't know oh, if you're familiar with Leon Russell at all, but that. he's great, and the documentary is fantastic. It's it a Les took Blank like film. Twenty years to make, or yeah, something it was like made this? in the I think in the seventies when he was on tour. A lot of it was shot at a, a live show down in Anaheim, and um, the the movie was finished, and Leon thought it was weird and didn't like it, and he sort of came around. Um, there and, is uh, a common misconception that ancient Romans designated spaces called vomitoria for the purpose of actual vomiting as a, a part of a binge and purge cycle. Uh, but this is a misconception. According to who? According Some asshole on Wikipedia? Uh, no. I don't buy it. According to William Long... Uh, oh, no, uh, Alice P. Radin, part of the American Philological Association. I was That's happy made up. before when I believed that they ate a bunch of... And even if they Sorry. didn't, you can still have a vomitorium party. Yeah, they wait, totally is get he behind discounting the, the room for it or the, the activity of vomiting? The, the whole the room. The, the a designated idea, space. The idea that there was a, something called the vomitorium where people right. would go vomit. But even without the space, didn't they do that? They would vomit yeah, up she, too they, much. She's not discounting that people would do that. They do that, do that to that. this day. Yeah. It's bulimia. I've heard of this. Yeah. It's a bulimiatorium, is what it's actually called. Is it bulimia if you're all doing it together? Yeah, it's not like a big fun party where, like, you know, like me and all my model friends are like, no, let's eat. And then we're going to throw it up later. (laughs) On each other. (laughs) Yeah. Your model friends sound like those swingers at the restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. My model friends don't exist, though. (laughs) Those swingers are very real. (laughs) I like chili cheese fries in all forms, except for at. at the place down Tommy's, but yeah. I've only ever had chili cheese fries at Tommy's. Oh, yeah. in high school. Uh-huh. Uh, do you like? Do they have those at the Beanery? Char- uh, the Beanery, Barney's Beanery, Barney's Beanery. Yeah, they binary. do have them there. Where is it? Barney's Beanery. <laughs> That's really. Hard. Your jaws did, did peanut, a lot of excess peanut butter, movement. Peanut, peanut, pink berry, peanut butter on the Beanery. Does beer count as junk food? No. Okay. What kind of beer? Any. All. No. Okay. Have you seen those pictures of a Bloody Mary? You know how a Bloody Mary have uh, 
celery stock mm -hmm. in there. Okay. Now they do Bloody Marys where they put a celery stock. They put bacon. And a little bit of bacon or this and that. They have pictures online of this elaborate uh, uh, Bloody Mary that have so many things stuck with toothpicks above the drink. Like a, a huge bouquet of hamburger <laughs> right, just sliders, a, a mushroom cloud of shit, and chicken skewers. It's and to make up for how shitty the uh, beer, the, the Bloody Mary is. Like, oh, it's terrible. What are we going to do? So I put a slider on there. What bacon? A huge meal all above your Bloody Mary in in well, skewers and. If sticks. they had chili, a, a little crow's nest of chili cheese fries, I'm in. Ugh. Do you like Gross, chili? You guys... I've, I've, I like French fries very much, and also chili. But I find that they get in the way of, or I find uh, that the chili overpower the fries. So I usually have them separate. Oh, animal style fries at In and Out. Oh yeah, that's another one. Yeah. What, what do they do? Animal style do they put um, grilled onions, uh, the the special oh. sauce, the Thousand <laughs> Island or whatever, and um, they melt cheese on top of it. Yeah, oh. it's really... And, uh, it it's really silly. solves all your problems for an hour. Yeah. It does sound good. And then <laughs> creates more, like, three hours down the line. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, spiritual enrichment. Have you guys ever had enrichment. funnel You gotta go to cake. sleep after you eat those and you won't think about it. Is the, funnel cake the same as elephant's ear? Yeah. just, like, fried dough with sugar, powdered yeah. sugar? Yeah. I've never had it, but Not it since college. strange to me. They have it at, like, fairs At the fairs in those yeah. trucks. With the pink, with the pink lemonade. Yeah, mm -hmm. I never have had it because you have to really commit. They, you, it's like eight dollars or something yeah. like this to and buy. It's the size of your head. It's a big, yeah. it's a big chunk. If they had of a little dough. one, can I just have a little mini funnel cake? Funny, funny, funny cake. Mm -hmm. They don't sell that. Two dollars. The fair is a great place to eat all of the terrible things that you've ever wanted. Yeah, to eat. deep fried Snicker bar. I went wrapped I, in bacon. Last time I was at the OC fair, I was like shocked of like the kind of things that they were frying, and it wasn't even that good. What did you have? I had fried. I had a fried Oreo and I had fried Kool Aid, and both of them I was like, meh. Wait, fried Kool Aid? Did they just throw the powder in the in I the don't know. fryer I and then? Didn't ask questions. Kool Aid I ice cube. No, no, no. Do they, they take a Kool Aid? Mm, dip they, it? they put it in the batter. Yeah, it's like a it's, it's, like, just a, a, it's like a donut hole. It's it's just, oh, they inject the Kool Aid afterwards? No, no, no. They put the powder in with the oh, batter, and so oh, it just looks oh. like a, a purple donut or you yeah. know whatever green donut. I see. Yeah. Um, but I heard that uh, the fried Oreo was good. Is that not? Is it? Was that a lie? I mean, I don't know. I I just kind of maybe don't have a. I don't like a refined super, palate. Yeah, like yeah, I don't have the right palate for it. Is it? it was too is, sweet it is that for the me. definition of refined? I think so. <laughs> it was way too sweet for me, and I was also like, I was drinking like arrogant bastards, which is are pretty bitter beers. So mm -hmm. it was kind of like there's nothing bit. junk food about that. It was just too much. Peanut butter pinkberry likes bitter beers. Yeah, peanut butter pinkberry loves bitter beers. <laughs> um, but I'm not drinking right now. I'm trying not to drink. So. They have a fried Oreo. Oh, we were having a pool as to how many times you got drunk last week, over under two point five times. Really? Yeah. Um, Who's we? Uh, me. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's about right. That's why I'm not. I'm trying to drink right now. Marty got good and drunk on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Friday and Saturday. Did you? I did. Drunk Marty is fun. He philosophizes. Well, Loudly. Did you see him? <laughs> you mean... Mm -hmm. You ran into... We played in a band on Saturday night together. Oh, how and Marty fun. did an excellent job. Thank you. What instrument? He brought the rock. Marty sang. I screamed. He is his instrument. I screeched. 
Oh, that's right. That was the gig you guys was preparing for. Yep. How did it go? It went really well. Bill, went Bill killed it on the bass. I killed and, it on the bass. Marty killed it on the bass. He's a very vocals. entertaining performer as well. Do you dangle a cigarette from your mouth? I used to. It's a, it's a, when I smoked, I did all the time, yeah. Now you do it sort of metaphorically, you know. <laughs> right. You could dangle. I'm the cigarette. You could dangle a marijuana from caramel from your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But it was super fun. Uh, okay, so let's see. Did you have um, a solo show? No, not solo. I'm participating in a storytelling evening this Friday night in North Hollywood. Is this the lady parts one? Yeah, the lady parts one. Which part are you talking about? I think I'm going to tell... The brain and heart. (laughs) 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 The brain and heart. That's a good one. (laughs) Maybe I will do that. I might talk about my brain. I will either talk about my brain, my unhelpful brain, or tell the story of my double mastectomies. Mm. Yeah, it's not a sob story. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know, but I don't have any breasts anymore. I know that now. <laughs> Wait, you said double mastectomies. That's four mastectomies. Yeah, you. They was having a sale. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? You'd be you'd be stupid not to take that take up. You that, can't that, afford not to. You can't afford not to. Stock up. Um, okay, so everybody should come to North. What, what is it called? It's a. Uh, you know, I don't know the name of the event. I think okay, good. Uh, we'll, okay. We'll, it is at. It take place at the art parlor on Laurel Canyon Boulevard, up above Magnolia. It starts, I think, at 8 o'clock or 7.30, and it's Friday night, the 24th. And probably there will be more information at my website, thegiselleshow.com. Thegiselleshow.com. I always wanted to ask, is it the, as in D-A, or is it the? Oh, it is the. As in T H E. I thought it was pretty clear. <laughs> I want to I mean, know. I mean, we all heard it. I'm okay, glad you asked you know. that. That's an important <laughs> distinction. Uh, <laughs> and Cassandra, are you are you prepping for your um, your movie? I am. I'm prepping for my movie. Are you um, done? Get right up on that mic there. I'm prepping. Get for right my up movie. on it. It's uh, a swinger mic. Oh, get right up on oh, it. Oh yeah. Oh, just caress it. Uh, I'm prepping for the movie. Um, but that's just fucking so much paperwork right now are you done writing it though oh yeah i finished writing it and um i just i'm like doing a lot of stuff with sag right now that makes me want to cry yeah that's that's not easy that's the worst and um but i i'm i'm doing stand-up in at flappers in burbank on august Mm -hmm. 2nd at 9 p.m and um this is plug time right yeah yeah okay cool we're we're wrapping up a little early um I'm. I'll be performing um, a wedding this weekend in Olympia, Washington. Whoa! <laughs> oh, have you done that before? Nope. It's super fun. Is it? It's have great. You done, you've done I've one? done th- four. Oh four my weddings. god! Yeah. Are you doing a set at a wedding, or are you actually doing the this? Oh you're, no, I'm like the, I'm like the, the minister. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the yeah, that's yeah. Um, awesome. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna do that, and then um, any rancid fans? You know that Back to Olympia song. I I, I like rancid, but I don't I don't oh, know that song. Um and um, Back to I'll, Olympia. I'll probably crash some open mics while I'm up there because I'll get bored and tired of my family. So oh good. So look how for long, me. How Olympia. long is you going for? 
I'm leaving tomorrow night and I'm coming back on Monday morning. Oh, wow. wow. Long time. Yeah. yeah. I've left town a lot these past couple, this past nice. month. I'm really tired. I don't want to go. Oh, ever. it'll be beautiful up there. Yeah, it'll be great. I just, and you'll see your family and you'll get, you'll be like, oh, this is why I'm not living in Denver anymore. Yeah. Oh, no, I was already in Denver. I'm going to Washington now. Oh, but they're going to be there too, though, right? No. Family? Oh, I thought you said you were... Yeah. Different, different families. I have... Uh, okay. This is my mom's side of the family that's over okay. in Washington. Dad, okay. dad's over in Denver. Right. So Take uh, Rancid's Out from the Wolves and listen to it on the way up. I will. I'll listen, I'll listen to it um, on repeat for the entire two and a half hour yep, flight. do that. And uh, when I get off, I'll... I'll be super angry. I'll be pissed. <laughs> um, Ready to go. Um, we we ha- we have a one last minute email. Should we take Ooh, it or yeah, push yeah, it to next week? It. Okay, Jane writes in uh, Morning Smurfs last minute email. When reading a fictional novel, do you prefer the first, second, or third person perspective? Is there a style where depending on the narrative voice may uh, make or break your opinion of the book? I find it difficult to get into a story with a first person perspective. Hugs, Jane. It's a very thoughtful question. Yeah. Well, I think you I know, there, an there are books like Gone Girl, which are very dependent on the first-person perspective because it's giving you a very narrow perspective as opposed to sort of an omniscient view, and it, it's sort of necessary in creating the, that world. Um, the, I also read one called, I think, Girl on a Train, I think that's what it was called. Uh, but it, that was... Great really, Gatsby? That No, that's... A, uh, oh, oh, yeah. oh, the... Oh, that's in the third. That's yeah. yeah, but I it read was the like, girl on the train. Yeah, and that that's good. Yeah, and that the that woman's perspective was really necessary to to make the to uh, help define her character. Yeah, and also it helped uh, the plot along. Yeah, it was, it was really neat. Yeah, yeah. I um yeah, I guess it kind of depends because I'm reading I'm reading through Game of Thrones right now because the last season ended in such a way where I feel like I need to know everything now. You wanted to experience literary rape as well? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, but that one's all in the third person, but um, I I just finished The Martian I talked about a couple weeks ago and... Um, so good. I loved it. That one um, was like half first person and half third person depending on like whose perspective you right. were coming from. Um and I liked, I kind of like that. Yeah, like, yeah, the jumping. I like when, it, when they mix it up. Yeah, yeah, I like when it jumps around because it, it keeps, I don't know, it kind of keeps the book like interesting. Um, right. So, yeah. There is there is definitely an effort when it's when it's in first person that you have to sort of always be asking, is this a true perspective? Right. What's right, the, what's yeah. their agenda? That kind of thing. And sometimes that's fun, and sometimes especially it's when exhausting. Sometimes you just you just want to be told the story and just know right. the facts. And great, got it. What's next? Yeah. So I, I guess it depends on the book, depends on the story, and like when when it's done well. In all cases, it's like sublime. So mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I wonder which is easiest to write as. Is it easier to write in the first person or the third person? I think I've never written fiction. I think uh, third person is easiest to write in because you have a wider perspective yeah. and, um, and you have to think what would this person accessible. say. Right. You're just, you're but I, you could also yeah. be taking on the character of the first person and just locking into that, and then like you, in improv, when you have when you lock into a character, you end up knowing what to say because that's what the right. character would say. Right. Um, I, I could see that really unlocking something as a writer and having it flow. The second person that's the one that says you do this you do that yeah I don't that's I don't can't remember an entire novel but I have read short stories that are in the second person and it's pretty exciting stuff um it's a I think that's maybe the harder one to write in all the choose your own adventures are that way aren't they oh 
you have to you are writing about yourself or your characters but it's as if you're writing about the reader it's a fine balance it's very interesting i think it's yeah i think i don't know if choose your own adventure as popular as they were or at the height of literary oh, that was that, was that wasn't my point uh, no saying. but uh according to the internet uh, although Bright deadwood Lights, city deadwood city is about as good as it gets bright lights big city was written in the second person i ballooned oh. to sahara um all the truth that's in me the night circus your code name is jonah um my name is jonah um but no that's a great question thank you jane um thank you jane yeah so bill you're working on the movie i'm headed to the editor uh from here to see uh we already have the uh, an assembly of the first reel which is like the first 15 minutes and he's worked on they still two talk in major sequences well we do because it makes me happy yeah okay uh two major sequences one of which is the very first action sequence in the film he has plowed through and i'm very excited to see what what he's got to show me awesome and if you want to see anthony uh he's he'll, he'll be doing his mime mimery at the third street promenade <laughs> um, this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Mm -hmm. He's the one, you'll know the fedora that's a... Maybe outside of Barney's Beanery. <laughs> yeah, outside Barney's Beanery, exactly. Uh, I did a podcast, the... Cheater! 10th anniversary <gasps> podcast of uh, the Stuck in the 80s, um, and you can look that up. We did a, a long podcast on The Breakfast Club, and it was super fun. Nice. So thanks to those guys for letting me join in. Um, and somebody heard me, <laughs> I wrote in a, an angry letter to, uh, or I spoke out an angry letter to the best of the left, left podcast. And somebody tweeted a listener that, uh, it was his first time listening to the show. And he said, is that a merp on there? <laughs> yep. <laughs> and it was me. Um, so that, those are the worst plugs. <laughs> like, listen, to, listen to some more podcasts. Listen to a different podcast. Guys, to um, write in emails. That's at uh, noonerpodcast at gmail.com and uh, get some, find out, let's find out more about Cassandra. So ask about her. Um, let us know what's going on with your summer. Ask us questions. Get us on some top topics. We got some great ones today. And aren't we due for some more uh, Smodco's Morning Show Theater? Somebody sent us in one of your oh, yeah. works in progress. Yeah, a couple pages. We'll we'll plow through them. And uh, um, yeah, who was it? Oh, uh, anyhow. But send that stuff in. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Tell a friend. Uh, keep uh, following on the Tumblr page, tuesdaysmornings.tumblr.com. Thank you, Tyson, for maintaining that today. And uh, Darren is being potting. And I think he might be back next week or the weekend after. So shout out to you, Darren. Uh, so... Come see us in all our... Oh, no. All right. See you <laughs> next Tuesday. Bye-bye. If that box. 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 Oh yeah. 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 O
This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.